Welcome to Humble Tea Podcast. I'm your host, Delaila Suhey Modesto. Each episode will connect by sharing stories, some of my past experiences, and tips on exercising our gratitude, expanding our perceptions, in order to strengthen our own self-awareness to heal ourselves and the people around us. I created Humble Tea to pertain to a broad audience working towards a common goal to become our best examples of this movement. A movement where we encourage vulnerability, accountability, and break down the toxicity in our generational programming. My goal is to implement this mindset in our everyday lifestyles, all while remaining true to our authentic, real personalities. So without further ado, it'd be my pleasure to humble your ass. Hey y'all, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make and start a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to go get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Humble Tea. Um, so this segment is going to be a little bit lighter. Um, it might be a little bit rated R. So if you're wherever you're listening from, uh, put your AirPods in or maybe wait until you drop your kids off at your baby daddy's house to <laughs> finish listening <laughs> to this segment. Um or dropping your kids off at your baby mamas, whichever, vice versa, right? So this episode is going to be about my experience and my shift in my perception about the way I view sexuality and a lot of common toxic patterns that happen when it comes to talking about sexuality, at least from my personal experiences and the different kind of environments that I've been in. Um so growing up, I'll kind of talk about myself here. I just do want to say that I really do not wish to offend anyone. If I do offend you, you know, come to me, you know, groan and educate me. You know, I'm still learning as I go and I take full responsibility for learning as I go. I know I don't know everything, but this is what I like talking about and the way I like talking about it is making it well known that I still don't know everything and I like to encourage vulnerability and accountability and I'm taking accountability right now for everything that I didn't know before and as I'm learning as I go and I'm sharing it with you guys and I just wish that I know that a lot of what I'm going to say right now is going to relate to a lot of people because it's just a lot of common people like coming to me asking me for my point of view on certain things and I'm like you know what this is a really common situation and topic and I feel like it's not spoken about very often and hey like I like talking about shit that I believe in I like you know bringing out confronting the elephant in the room so that's what we're gonna do today 
And so, like I said, I'm going to start off by saying, um, so I identify as I uh, as a bisexual woman, I suppose. Never really been too huge into labels. <laughs> I, I guess like nowadays I would be considered like pansexual. Um, pansexual, I guess like the Google definition is, you know, being attracted, sexually attracted to pretty much anything, being really sexually fluid, um, being attracted to men, women, transgender, um, cross-dresser, queer, you know, all everyone of the community pretty much. And bisexual is just, you know, black and white, like woman or man. And as of recently, I can tell you guys that I... I guess I can't really live. I was just talking to my fr- my good friend Danny here about it. Like I can't label myself pansexual yet because I haven't reached that level of my sexual awakening. I haven't unlocked that chapter or that experience yet. Um, it's just only been like man or woman. I haven't done anything that freaky yet or out of my taboo for me. Um, <laughs> so. Like I said, I guess I identify as a bisexual woman. And it wasn't up until this year that I was really open about labeling myself that way. And for that being is because at such a young age, I was well aware that people who label themselves bisexual, a lot of people would look at them and ridicule them that they're just looking for attention or they're hoes because they just want to prove that they're freaky. Um... Or it's just a phase that it's impossible. You can't just like one gender or the other. And I've heard that from all kinds of people. I've heard that from straight people. I've heard that from conservative Christians. I've heard that from even lesbians and gay men that have told me like, you can't be bisexual. It's either one or the other. Like, or you're just going through a phase or you're confused or you're just attracted. You can't be in love or in a committed relationship with either or or both. And I knew at seven years old that I was like this. Like, I knew. Until this day, I stick to it. I'm like, I still, you know, it's not a phase. I am just turned 24 a couple weeks ago. Last week, happy belated birthday to me. I know. (laughs) My golden birthday. Um, So, yeah, I just turned 24. And, yeah, nothing's changed. I still love women and men just the same, just as much. Um. When people ask me, like, what do you prefer? I'm like, I don't know how to even answer that question. That's you can't ask. a. It's it's what I, I literally like that song. I like what I like. I don't have a type like I just I'm very drawn by energy and the way somebody makes me feel. It doesn't matter what they have. They have a dick or a vagina. So I'll get graphic there with my terms. <laughs> But um, but yeah, but at a young age, I didn't feel comfortable calling myself that because everybody, me having red hair, especially in high school, I feel like right away people were like, oh, gosh, she's like a rebel. She's a hoe and this and that. Yeah, because of the way that I looked, you know, I had big titties for my age, you know, like back then, like having boobs was like, oh, my God, like you're you're in you're popular, you know, like. <laughs> So I had my red hair and my titties and 
So people were already calling me like all these names, giving me a reputation that I hadn't even worked for. And so I'm like, damn, well, I could definitely can't tell people that I'm bisexual because then it's just going to make it worse. It's going to make everyone's perception of me, you know, more true and more, you know, worse, more negative. And back then, like women weren't as sexually liberated and comfortable being so up until like this generation, up until this last couple of years with all the different artists that have came out, um, really shining light on like women empowerment and whatnot. And I think that's just, uh, it's what a time to be alive. There's just so much different changes happening, but there's a lot of awakenings going on in several different spectrums in our realities that it's just awesome to be a part of. We're like, damn, like people are finally being more, becoming more accepting and open-minded about the way people live, the way people choose to live. And um, so it's, it's just awesome. But me being 24, like, it was hard coming out as bisexual because, like I said, people were just ridicule us all the time. And especially now, what really made me passionate about talking about this on here today was that I've noticed that there's a lot of um, shame that we put on bisexual men. And it may not be, like, in all parts of the world, but in the part of the world that I'm a part of at the moment, I feel like it's very common that we shame bisexual men and just the kind of people that I would surround myself or that I used to grow up around just because they were around part of my environment. They were very blunt and shameful towards bisexual men. Like when they would see bisexual women, it was easier for me to be accepted by the conservative people the you know straight people but when you would see a bisexual guy people would be like oh no nah, like that dude's gay like that shit's gay you know we would use gay 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 and honestly i used to be like that too when i was younger before i had learned and changed so much and people would always use terms like that like that's gay that's gay like I've learned to correct myself and not use like a derogatory term like that. And it's just why why are we so accepting of like women being bisexual and why are we not okay with men being bisexual? Like why do we still act surprised and we shame bisexual men? And in the community, in the queer community because I've been a part of the queer community for most of my life. <laughs> um it's very common that there's this scenario, this circumstance. It's like a stereotype, pretty much, where uh, a straight girl will be dating a straight guy and a gay guy will be like, oh, honey, like your your boyfriend's cheating on you with me. You know, like straight guys tend to cheat on their girlfriends a lot with gay men. And it's very common. And it's just like, damn. And then. What I noticed, too, though, from that, like, one, yeah, that scenario is very common. But, two, it's just, like, where did we lose our humanity when we discriminate towards those men that are cheating on their girlfriends? Because when you think about it, why do those men, if they know that they may be bisexual or gay, why do they feel so ashamed of themselves that they have to pretend to be straight? 
date those straight women and cheat on them with gay men, you know? And it's just the cycle of it. Like the, I like look at it like a, <laughs> like a conspiracy theorist, like with all these strings going from, <laughs> from thing to thing to thing, you know? I'm just like, why? Because then you have, you have the gay men here kind of like being a, a bit contradicting and nobody wants to point it out because it's a conversation that is uncomfortable to have but you know what i'm just gonna talk about it because it's it is common and with all due respect it's something that needs to be corrected and checked and there's a lot of gay men that shame that like humiliate the straight girls they're like all oh, your boyfriend is gay or little do you know like he used to suck my dick you know like there's just there's so much drama there's so much drama danny danny's over there like oh my god <laughs> there's so much there's just so much drama and people will go on these public facebook pages you know like whose man's is this like oh your man is your man is gay you know where they where women go on this facebook page and they pull up a picture of the guy they're talking to and they ask is anybody talking to this guy and there was like quite a few gay men on there that were like oh there's a lot of you on here that should be posting pictures of your man because they're on the dl and dl means like down low like they're in the closet like like honey <laughs> like your man is on the down low and it's just so ironic to me and honestly like if you were to ask me a year ago would i ever date somebody who ever explored their sexuality to that extent if i would ever elope with them i would be like fuck no like no i can never do it but like now going through all these different experiences at the times that i've had them in now i'm just like honestly like i can't even i've been so like <laughs> so like slapped in the face with realities of it that i'm just like i can't even judge anybody like i because i'm pansexual or bisexual whatever we want to call it now i like i'm open to like anything else just as of right now i've only have man or woman if something different where i would have the right to call myself a pansexual were to come along and I had that experience. And then, then I would be like certified to be assigned that label of identity, <laughs> sexual identity. Then, yeah, I'm pansexual. But that has not happened yet. So I guess right now I'm a, I'm a rookie. I'm bisexual still. So I guess that's how that works now, you know. And I was saying earlier, like, who the fuck even said that we need an assigned label, label our identities? Like, oh, you're straight your bi, your pans, your experiment number 1.210, like your experiment number 2461, like just who cares? Like, and I'd be lying to you if I said that I'm at that point yet where I, that doesn't matter to me, but frankly, like I still feel the need to ask people like, oh, what's your sexual, the person that I'm dating, like, oh, what's your sexual identity? What's your sexual orientation? Eventually, I'll get to the point where I won't feel the need to even ask. But right now, I still feel the need to ask. But I've made progress because now, if the guy I'm dating 
happens to, or a woman happens to tell me that oh i'm pans i am bi i'm just lesbian or i am a gay man or i but i'm fluid you know i'd just be like fuck it like <laughs> we like each other like you know we'll figure it out together like it's sure you know like i can't i can't judge them for you know, being who they are when I don't even know what the fuck I am yet on my emo, <laughs> on my email skater girl shit. Like, I don't know who I am yet. I don't know who I am. Um, but it's because <laughs> she was a skater boy. So see you later, boy. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so silly. Silly. <laughs> see? Um, I was going to say dumb, but Danny corrected me. He's like, don't call yourself dumb. I'm like, you're right. Words are powerful. Words are very, I'm silly. I'm a silly girl. I'm a silly bitch. I'm not a dumb bitch. I'm a silly bitch. But, uh, <laughs> but like I said, let me backtrack because I get all over the place. But going all the way back. So like I was saying, it's just ironic when I would see people on these Facebook pages, you know, shaming the guy. I mean, either way, I'm not saying that that guy is not wrong for cheating on his girlfriend with a man. But like at the same time, me being who I am, I look at the the engineering of the whole situation. I'm like, where did this all start from? Like my psycho, my psychological mind. I'm just like, hold on. Like, I bet you if we were more accepting of bisexual men that there wouldn't, this wouldn't be a stigma. This wouldn't be a thing. This wouldn't be a stereotype. It wouldn't exist because we would see bisexual men and would just be like, oh, well, that's normal. Like, you know, he's dating a man or he's seeing a man behind your back like because we want to have these all these straight men that are confused with their sexual identities like cheating on their girlfriends with guys like if we were more accepting and then the same goes for me because honestly i have i don't think i've made myself a safe place for bisexual men to be around me because in the past i was the same way i would think about it and i'd be like i don't think i could see myself dating a bisexual man but now as I've learned through some personal experiences, I'm like, I honestly, like, I can't, I can't judge them. I can't. And there's a funny story that I'm going to share with you guys. That's just a little personal, but I'm going to try to explain it to you guys. So in fact, I won't give anybody away because it's kind of like, it's kind of juicy. So, <laughs> so I met this guy and I dated him for a couple of months before I decided to call it quits. But I met him where I worked. I'm not going to say which job or where I worked as, but we just worked together. So we saw each other often. And I really liked him. Like, he was really cool. Um, we hung out and saw each other almost every day because we worked together. And I kind of had a feeling that maybe, like, he was a little feminine you know like that spongebob meme that you see when he's got his hands up like a little t-rex and he's like is he you know like <laughs> he's like is he and literally like everybody was like that towards me they're like oh you're seeing it so and so and they're like isn't he like you know 
So, and I definitely thought he was, you know, <laughs> I definitely thought he was because I ha- I was born with Gaydar. I was born with Gaydar. If you have been following me on social media for quite some time, you could put two and two together and realize that most of my friend circle is made up of gay men, gay, beautiful men. And they're like my best friends. And don't ask me how or how I became like, it looks like a fucking cult. It looks like I purposely picked gay men to be my best friends, but it really didn't work out that way. It just, life just happened. And I found these beautiful people and they just happened to be gay men. But they taught me a lot. They honestly have helped me become a better person and shift my perspective when it came about all things sexual, you know, when it came to my identity and the way I viewed things. But the reason why I bring that up is because for my birthday, I want to say two, was it last year? I think it was last year for my birthday. Um, we had this dinner. My mom had made this really delicious Mexican dinner for me and all my friends to have over. And like I said, majority of my friends are gay men. And I had just started dating this guy that, like I said, that I met at work. And I was thinking, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. Like, they're all going to meet him. They're going to love him because I like him, you know. And so he came over and right away, something just felt off. Like, I don't know. He never, we never talked about, like, you know, things of that matter. So I couldn't tell if he was maybe like slightly uncomfortable around gay people because some people are uncomfortable around gay people, but they're not homophobic. And some people are just plain homophobic without even knowing that they are. It's the same thing with racism. You don't know if someone's passive racist. Some people are racist and don't even know that they're racist. And um, it's just because of the way they were brought up. But I don't he was just felt uncomfortable. Like you could feel the energy shift as he, you know, kept guy after gay guy after gay guy kept coming into my house and was being introduced to him he's like i don't know it just felt something felt off and i didn't know what it was and then later on that night one of my close gay friends he's one of my best friends he's amazing he's like hey like not trying to freak you out or anything but so and so looks very familiar and i'm thinking like Whenever you hear that, whenever one of your friends tells you that, you think that you're introducing your love interest to your friends for the very first time. But whether you're straight or not, heterosexual, bi, whatever you want to label yourself, if you're a guy and you bring your girl you know, over to your homeboy's house and you're introducing her to all the guys and one of them says, wait, your girl looks familiar, automatically, that's a bad, <laughs> that's red flag. <laughs> that's a, yeah, exactly. You just, oh. Your heart skips to be like, no, like that's never a good sign. No matter what part of this, what side of the spectrum that you're on, that's never a, yeah, that's never a good sign. So you can imagine when one of my gay friends says, hey, your boyfriend looks very familiar. (laughs) So I'm thinking like, oh, fuck. (laughs) I'm thinking, oh, fuck. Like, nah, man, like. And it wasn't even like, I didn't even feel disgusted. I, you know, for what, you know, and that's another thing I want to touch on. But before I get to that, I didn't even feel disgusted. I felt embarrassed because I'm thinking like how I am friends with so many gay people, 
And it's just, I thought to myself, I'm like, how many of these people knew and didn't tell me because they saw that I was so happy with this person? And also what added on to like the cherry on top of how fucked up the situation was, this guy that I was dating would make very homophobic comments about me being bisexual. Like he would make very homophobic comments like, Whenever him and I would argue and I wouldn't want to argue with him, he would like be like, well, go fuck, go fuck a bitch then or go, go get whipped by a dyke then. Or like he would just make really like derogatory comments. And it just made me feel really uncomfortable about being who I was, who I truly was around him. And um, so it was just kind of like weird. But so he had. So I was thinking about it. I'm just like, what? I'm like, what if it's true? I'm like, no, it can't be. Like, he kind of had like a familiar face. So I'm like, what if he thought it was him and it wasn't actually him? And one day we were just arguing. And this guy, I just got tired of this guy's shit, man. Like, I literally like, okay. Like, the way I like to explain myself is that I feel like I'm a really good balance between masculine and feminine energies i feel like every human being should have a balance between both just like in the chinese they think yin and yang you should have they're both energies that should be balance each other out everybody has that within themselves and it's feminine and you know masculine men are women before they become men in the womb technically because yeah, if you want to get all fucking biological about it, y'all fucking dicks are clipped before they turn into dicks. Sorry, that's a little, <laughs> that's the truth right there. So, you know, everyone should carries that feminine energy with them, um, which I think why women are the shit, because that and because we made y'all motherfuckers eat from the apple. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> when the snake was telling y'all not, to, or was telling you to, we convinced you guys to eat from the apple. Um, pussy is powerful, guys. <laughs> but, um, and we can make a whole human being. We can make souls. Souls are birthed from our portals that are in between our legs. Like, how fucking amazing and honorable it is to be a woman and to be attracted to them so i love being woman woman is i am she <laughs> i'm like i am i am her like i love being a woman it's an honor and i love men though i love men men are awesome i love you guys <laughs> men are great men are necessary um I'm not a man hater but i definitely love women um anyway <laughs> like i was saying um but yeah kind of lost my train of thought there let me try to go back but like i said we need to stop making men feel like ashamed to come out um that are on the dl like it needs to be common and i feel like there's so many men like me being friends with so many gay men they tell me so much shit like they tell me everything like i know so many men that are straight that are dating women that i know or that i know of that are out there and i'm not trying to put anyone on blast or anything but like <laughs> fuck i'm gonna start getting like <laughs> i'm gonna start getting dms and messages like bitch like are you talking about my man like i know i know it's him i know no i mean but 
in the past like over the several years like i it's very common and it's happened to me which is why i'm talking about it because it's very common at first it was very common because all of my gay friends would tell me about it and then it actually happened to me where one of my gay friends tells me like hey your boyfriend that guy you're dating looks really familiar like and i think i matched with him on tinder and so like i was tying back before i got off track right there um me and this guy were were dating and tapping into the whole masculine and feminine energy as you should carry both everyone should be balanced that guy was such a queen like he was such a queen i like just thinking about him makes me want to smoke a cigarette like i just he was stressed me out i don't even smoke squares but like thinking about him and he was a chain smoker like that should have been the first red flag like that's how i got him though because i knew he smoked like i said we worked together and i knew he smoked and i'm just like hmm, he's kind of cute i'm like but he's the only one and i i should have known that too because i thought that too i'm like he must be gay because like every guy here is throwing themselves at me and he won't even look at me i'm like he must be gay <laughs> i'm like and he only talks to like the old women the old chinese ladies that work here so i'm like he must be gay that should have been my first red flag and my ass being such being the player you know what's that one song like i ain't a hoe there's just pimping my blood or something i don't know it's a song i'll call it i'll quote it later but um i think it's by day Love. but anyways i saw that he was a smoker so my non-smoking ass i went and go bought a pack of, a pack of cigarettes i bought a pack of cigarettes pretended like i smoked squares just to get him to talk to me to find out if he was indeed gay and no he wasn't <laughs> he gave me his number and we like bonded or whatever because we have the same dog and um but yeah and from then on like it was just fucking a roller coaster but like i said i was just done with his shit because he was acting like such a queen he was just a really negative person um i wish him the best of course i always wish everyone every experience that has came in and out of my life i wish them the best whether it was a good or bad experience so let me just say that before i carry on with this story um he was yeah definitely a learning lesson like he needed some time to do some soul searching on his own and regain regain his sense of confidence um but he was just too much of a queen he was really negative and i'm a really positive person and so we were arguing i don't even remember what we were arguing about i think he was just he was a very argumentative person and i'm the type of person that if we're dating as soon as you raise your voice at me, you need to go. Like, <laughs> that is the first sign of, like, disrespect to me. Like, because I'm such a laid-back, understanding person that you don't have to raise your voice or cuss at me to get me to listen to you. So if you feel the need to raise your voice, you have to leave immediately. Like, that's just such a boundary for me. Like, that's so bad. But he liked yelling and he spoke with his hands a lot. Like he was just like, ah, you know, very expressive with his hands when he would speak. That's just the way I talk. That's where I'm from. Like my culture. And blah, blah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm Latina. Like you don't see me here like pointing a knife at your throat. Like trying to tell you that I don't believe you when you say you like me. Like I'm just, I'm not that crazy. But, but yeah, he was just argumentative. So I was just done with it. I'm like, you're too much of a queen for me. Like I'm, you know. This has to be over. I forgot what he said. He said some 
really homophobic shit and i think i just had fed up with it and i was just like you know what i'm about to pull the card now i'm about to let this guy know that i know what he doesn't think i know about him being uh, curious you know about you know el verga about the the dick so he said some homophobic shit for me to me i mean he said some homophobic shit to me and i was just like you know what why don't you go back on tinder and go keep matching with guys and just to tell them that you have a girlfriend now and he's just like what what are you saying he's like now you're just saying stuff just to win this argument i'm just like no what do you mean i'm like no like go back on go back on tinder and go match with some more of my friends i'm like you know i'm well involved in like that community so you didn't think i was gonna hear about it and guys if you guys are listening right now take out your notes and print this in your mind right now okay if you're dating somebody and you ever want to find some shit out act like you already know some shit even though you don't have any evidence act like you know some shit and stand by that belief like believe in it act it out like that you're so passionate about you knowing some shit you know you don't know nothing and watch them tell on themselves like they will tell on themselves every single time like that's my tactic and i use it all the time i'm like i'm gonna act like i know some shit and he's gonna tell on himself and i'm gonna just figure it all out and that's how it all happens that's the secret recipe right there that's my secret formula so if you're ever in a toxic relationship guys act like you know some shit and find out how much you really didn't know shit like that's just that's my little serving of tea right there that's some tea right there for you so anyways i was just like yeah well he's like no well people are just making shit up now people are just making stuff up and i'm like really so and so i'm like because that your your picture for tinder looked like the same one on your facebook and obviously like if anyone who's ever had tinder you know that like they automatically connect your photos from facebook up until your tinder profile so that was just like a lie that i made up i was bluffing just like in poker i got a bluff like like i have a card to pull and i really don't but i was just like that picture matched your your tinder profile and he goes oh well that makes sense why i was getting a bunch of private calls from random numbers i told them to stop texting me and i told them that i had a girlfriend now what (laughs) have you have you have y'all seen that meme of that like that white man and he has like blonde hair and he's like blinks his eye like what like okay like what (laughs) you guys know like this just that that gif is legendary it's a gif that 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 guy blinks his eyes hard as fuck like a what like i had no i'm thinking to myself like hold on like my friend the one who said you matched with him on tinder they never exchanged phone numbers and I know that. And I, I went back and asked my friend. I'm just like, did you ever give him, did you ever give my man your phone number? He's like, no. Like, all, all, all it was was like, hey, hey, what's up? You're cute. That's it. And we never exchanged phone numbers. I'm like, oh. So he just told on himself. So he's been matching with guys on Tinder on purpose. And on top of that, he's been giving his phone number out. So it's been people apart from my friend. So it's been multiple different guys. So I'm thinking, holy shit, you just told on yourself and I didn't even have to try. Like, I had no information on that. 
so yeah pretty much he was i was just like really and i'm just like you know what i after he told me that i'm like dude you totally just like threw yourself under the bus i don't care if this is like what you are if you don't even know what you are but that doesn't (laughs) that doesn't make it right for you to project your inner hate onto me and to like display your homophobia because you're ashamed of who you are like that doesn't make it right for you to like bash me and use all of these homophobic slurs on me and be homophobic towards my gay friends and ever since that that was the last time i ever heard from him and it was just like whoa to me you know and later on like way after that maybe like seven months after that happened I was hanging out with some coworkers, and these are all coworkers from the same place that I worked with, um, with my ex at the time, the guy that I'm talking about. There is this guy that I was drinking with that I befriended that night, and he was just like, oh, so whatever happened to you and so-and-so, did you guys ever keep dating? And I told him, I'm like, no, like, we stopped dating a while ago. I found some things out about him, and... He just, you know, he has a lot going on. And I just think it's better that we grow apart. And um, yeah, just went our separate ways. And he's like, oh, so you found out about him being gay? <laughs> and I, I said, oh, again, with the gif, the, the white man gif with the what? <laughs> with the blink. What? <laughs> I said, what? I'm like, so you knew? He's like, yeah. He's like, Delilah, I'm so sorry. Like you and i are so cool now he's like i feel so guilty for not telling you sooner but literally right before you announced that you guys were dating him and i were making arrangements to like hang out i said what so i'm like he was like recently active on tinder like trying to get to hang out with other guys you know and i'm just like what like and you knew and honestly i wasn't even mad at him because he's not out yet you know and it's so funny just to prove to you that I have gaydar. Before he even told me this, I already knew that he was like bisexual because I he had made a comment and I was just like, oh, that, that guy over there, he's like, how do you know it's a guy? I'm just I'm like, oh, shit, my bad, dude. Like, I thought you were out already. But um, but yeah, he told me that he was talking to my ex at the time. I'm like, what? So like you knew about this the whole time working alongside me you know you knew that he was like on this shit and you didn't tell me so i feel like after that like i couldn't even really like be a hypocrite and be like fuck that you know and be you know shamed shun him away like even though i should have been really mad and i was really mad i was angry guys i was so mad because someone homophobic was bisexual the whole time or pansexual whatever he was identifying as he was being homophobic towards me and shaming me he didn't want to get along with my gay friends and it's just like damn like there's a lot of guys on the down low and that's another thing if you don't if you're a straight man listening to this right now if you're gonna act homophobic you have to ask yourself why it bothers you so much that someone is gay or and to other people you're gonna look gay you're gonna look sus you're gonna look suspect as fuck if you're homophobic because you're probably homophobic for a reason because you're probably ashamed of your own sexual identity so 
humble yourself <laughs> humble yourselves okay like that shit gets on my fucking nerves when straight guys are just like oh like a gay guy always tries hitting on me and blah 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 i'm just like what makes you think that your dick is so fucking like made out of gold that you think a straight guy would find you even attractive or like would like hit on you like that or every gay guy is attracted to you in that way like how do you think women feel when we walk into a place and every guy just starts gawking her and like undressing her with her his eyes like your subject the way you feel subjected to gay men is the way that you make women feel every day and so that shit gets on my nerves like recently some guy tried talking to me about that shit and was just like oh this gay guy hit on me and i almost punched him in the face i'm like bye next not interested like i'm not interested in getting to know you because if you're that sensitive to being hit on by a gay guy then like that's just weird yeah deuces (laughs) literally like peace out like i don't there's no reason to act in such a way over such a little misunderstanding because guys do that shit all the time to women and we don't fucking be like throwing drinks in your faces and get offended like that to that extent all the time you know i feel like women were very kind when it comes to like rejecting guys and even then men straight men still act very violently towards us like i'd be getting scared to like say no to a guy sometimes like, if a guy's, like, constantly, like, come on, let me buy you a drink, I'm just, like, fuck, like, this can go one or two ways. Like, he can either understand and be a gentleman and buy me a drink anyways and just leave me alone, or he's going to buy me a drink, follow me the whole night, think it's permission to, like, grab on grab on me and touch on me. Or three, he gets really offended that I only accepted his drink and doesn't want to talk to him further on is gonna like muff my head against the wall or like push me or like throw his drink in my face or like hit me like it can go so many ways for a woman so like when women have to reject guys like most of the time we're just being nice because we're scared so if there's any straight guys on here or people in general like be considerate when you're trying to pick up somebody like it's not that we're being stuck up it's just that we're fucking scared to say no or we're just being nice so be cool if you're trying to pick up a girl at the bar you're single like just be cool try the friend approach that always works the best i feel like when a guy approaches me being really like mutual and friendly and platonic that it works out a lot better in both of our favors so yeah so tying back to talking about bisexuality that's even a word (laughs) um yeah so that's my experience with it and for it to be one of my closest friends he's probably gonna be so happy when i like when he hears this episode because i'm talking so highly of him but the fact that my ex at the time the guy that i was dating i don't even really consider him an ex because it lasted less than three months so i feel like there's like a three month rule if it doesn't last past three months then it didn't happen (laughs) it didn't happen um that was a test trial (laughs) that was the pre-test the pre-quiz that was a quiz um not even a test that was a quiz um (laughs) so the fact that he 
might have been interested in my friend, which is my best friend, one of my best friends, I couldn't act totally shocked. I don't know. It was a really weird experience and a very, I don't, dynamic, very dynamic. I don't know the word, the correct adjective for it, but because I know my best friend, I know that he's such an independent and honorable and handsome and smart, funny guy, him being a gay guy, you know, still like him as a person, not just him being gay, but him as a person, like he's, you know, he's a catch. And so looking at at it from a different perspective, I'm just like, how could I judge my ex for matching with him at one point you know on tinder like he's a great guy like i'm just like so it was just like such a wake-up call i'm just like i can't even like discriminate against him because if i want somebody to accept me because i'm honestly very open when it comes to all outlets like i like i said like i've always been more attracted to women than men but men have always just been more accessible to me when it comes to my dating life so when I think about it I'm just like I I can't how how can I expect somebody to accept me and who I'm going to be and who I'm becoming if I can't even accept who my partner is who is becoming or is going to be as well vice versa so a year ago, if you would have asked me, would I ever date a bisexual man? I'd be like, fuck no. Like that's, I would have said a real lot of hurtful things. And then going through all of these experiences, I'm looking back at it now and I'm thinking, you know what? I'd be open to it because I could be saying no to so much opportunity, opportunities to be happy, to be fulfilled, to be supported all because I'm kind of being a hypocrite and I'm judging somebody based on their own life journeys, based on their own sexual awakenings, you know, in the process or in the phase that they are in. And I'm not saying that that goes for everybody. Everybody is different. Some people will go to their grave just ever knowing dick or pussy, (laughs) you know, like, let me wake y'all up real quick. (laughs) Some people will go to the grave just knowing one thing or the other. And, um, but I'm just saying, like, I just want to speak on my personal perspective on it because it's always changing. And like I said, right now I'm to the point where in my dating life where I don't think it'll matter. Like if I were to meet a girl or a guy and they were to tell me, oh, I'm bisexual or I'm pants or I'm transgender, can I give you a definite answer as to what I say yes or what I say give you an absolute no never gonna try it I can't like I'm open to it and that's a new level of myself that I have unlocked that I have grown from that I'm open to so that's the new part of me but I'm certain that further along down the line when I look at myself more and I reflect on it more, I will probably get to the point in dating where I won't even feel the need to ask what your sexual identity is because it won't even fucking matter because you alone or the person alone is enough and it, I'll make it worth it. You know, we'll we'll figure it out together, you know, what our preferences are or 
what we're going to identify as together further along the line. And honestly, like, like I said, who said we need an identity? Like, who cares? Like, hi. Hi, my name is Delilah. I'm a heterosexual woman. Like, I'm a bisexual. I'm a pansexual. Like, I am experiment number 109020. Like, <laughs> it's just, who fucking cares anymore, man? Who fucking cares? But, man, I, <laughs> I'm just looking back at my notes here right now. Making sure I'm not missing anything. Um... But yeah, um, the main thing, like I said, was just that I wanted to become more normal. And I had asked my Instagram, my beautiful Instagram friends. I love you guys. If you guys are listening to me, I love you. Um, <laughs> I asked, I like to be really, um, I like to interact with my Instagram followers and my peers and my friends on there. And I had um, put up a couple polls and I asked a couple, a few people, everybody, asked everybody, and a few people responded. Um, I asked them, I said, when, at what age did you realize what your sexual identity was, and wh- how did you know? And on average, majority of people realize their sexual identity when they were around fifth or sixth grade. Um, a lot of them knew at the age of seven and eight years old. Me, personally, I knew when I was like seven years old that I was attracted to women and um but yeah did I I told you guys why I told you the story right about my grandmother I told you I didn't say it on here I didn't oh my god okay (laughs) I thought I did see this is why my ADHD (laughs) um (laughs) that's so funny so just long story short about my yeah i did i feel like i mentioned it on here yeah okay so i told i told my friend danny here my my producer i told my producer my producer danny here um about this story when i realized that i was bisexual i swear i thought i said in the beginning if i didn't oh well fast forward past this shit whatever i'm still fucking learning if you don't like it not perfect enough for you fuck off (laughs) respectfully (laughs) go find something else that resonates (laughs) i encourage you not to waste your time i encourage it um (laughs) humbly (laughs) um anyways so i was telling my mom i was like man it's your fault that i'm such a freaky deaky like i'm so freaky or i'm such a hypersexual and she's like why and I told my mom, I was like, it's because you fucking made me live with my grandma all the time. I was always bouncing from house to house. I always lived with my grandmother. And there's this meme that goes around on Facebook. It's like a meme. It's so funny as fuck. I felt so triggered and so attacked. But it said, um, if she if she lived at her grandma's house when she was a kid, she's a freak. <laughs> I'm like, triggered. That's me. <laughs> I live with my grandma, and yes, <laughs> anyone who knows me will tell you that is very true. Um, oh shit, I'm like over here, about to flip the table over because I'm so triggered. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I told my mom, I'm like, yeah, it's your fault because every Sunday, ironically enough, I was like a huge Bible thumper. I was very committed to church and whatnot. I went to church like two to three times a week. 
I would sing in the gospel choir. I would lead a vacation Bible school. I would counsel in vacation Bible school. I went to Bible summer camp. Like, I was full-blown Bible banger. Like, for sure. Like, deep balls deep in it. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And I know it's so weird to see me now and i still i'm a very i'm very close to god but now i do so in a way that i can still be my authentic self which is what i like to make humble tea all about is that you can be who you are you can be your authentic raw personality and be unique and speak your voice and dress the way you are and speak the way you talk and still be a good person still lead by example what it means to live by your truth to you know live your life trying to make it better for everyone else so that's what it's all about right guys but anyway being really religious i went to church every single sunday and it was the same routine with my grandparents every sunday we would go to church afterwards my grandpa would get coupons to cut out coupons from the newspaper and we would go to burger king or denny's to you know have like a cheap lunch or whatever after that it was routine to go to tj maxx and at tj maxx me and my grandpa would split up and or me and my grandma would split up for my grandpa and i would go with my grandma and my grandma would make me responsible for recruiting all the underwear that she could buy that were the un- the certain type of underwear that she would buy and she would tell me she'd be like lali she'd call me lali she'd be like lali she's like this is what the tag looks like this is the name of the brand and this is what it's called and this is what it looks like look for size mediums and bring them to me so i'd be like okay like me being like six or seven years old i'm like okay no 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 you know i'm about to go Look for granny panties for my grandma. See which one she likes and she'll decide which one she's going to buy. And um, so I was going through them and I'm I'm just looking at all the pretty women on the tags. And I'm just like, damn, like at such a young age, I was like, I knew women were like beautiful. Like women were just so sexy. I was just like, damn, like look at all these pretty girls and pretty women on these tags. So I would go back and I would bring back the wrong fucking underwear to my grandma she's like why the fuck did you bring me these underwear in her you know mexican language er, spanish language should i say but like her mexican slang though because some things in spanish sound a little bit more blunt because just of the different backgrounds from mexican culture that it comes from so my grandma was saying like her slang like very very blunt she's like why the fuck did you bring me these fucking panties with these whores on the tags and mom had to bring her back like sexy underwear instead of like the granny panty brand that she told me to go look for i'd bring her back sexy underwear and she'd be like why did you why the fuck did you bring me this like with all these fucking pirujas on them fucking tags these these whores and i'm just like because they're, i'm sorry they're just so pretty and she's like no no no, this isn't the right one blah blah and i'm thinking to myself i'm like but these are the these are gonna make you look like the girls on the tags like that's why i got them for you <laughs> like, that's why i got them for you abelita mama luz i call her mama luz i'm like mama luz that's why i got them for you so you can look like the girls on the tags like, i don't want these fucking these aren't the i don't wear these these aren't for me blah blah, blah. so ever since that age it was just downhill from there like ever since then i'm just like damn like lingerie models and everything so it went from being gay from my grandma making me go granny panty shopping with her 
from playing on my PS2, playing the WWE games, the the bra and panty matches that they would have for the women wrestlers. I was such a pervert as a kid. What was wrong with me? <laughs> Why am I like this? <laughs> um. So if y'all ever played the WWE games or are familiar with Wrestle, WrestleMania, SmackDown, Raw, Monday Night Raw, all that shit, they would have like bra and panty matches where like the women wrestlers would fucking wrestle in their bra and panties. And it was like a segment section that they had on the video game. And of course, I don't know who the fuck, I don't know who the hell would babysit me. Nobody babysat me. That's why I'm such a fucked up person. <laughs> I never got babysat. I babysat myself um <laughs> that's why i'm so cool <laughs> um but yeah so i would always play the fucking bra and panty matches and i'm just i would get so aroused by that even as a little kid because we don't we're kids we don't know what the fuck are, we're feeling you know and then from there on from being gay from that i went from fucking i think i was like 11 or 12 there's this movie called my super ex-girlfriend with yuma thurman and uh What's Owen Wilson's brother? What's his brother? Owen Wilson. <sighs> it's like his brother. I don't know. He's like in some, he's an actor too. Anyways, it's it's called My Super Ex-Girlfriend. There's this scene where they're like fucking in the air because she's a superhero or whatever. And they're like having sex in the air and they're like flying. And I got so turned on by, that. <laughs> by her though, by her. And I'm just like, okay, like I need to tell my mom that I'm gay. <laughs> like, i'm gay and that was like 12 i think i was like 11 or 12 when this happened and it wasn't up until like sixth grade that i was started crushing on boys and whatnot and then but i had already like had the reputation given to me that i was such like a flirtatious like slut or whatever just because of the way that i was i was very like free-spirited and i had red hair bubbly i was bubbly and i was a little bit developed for my age and whatnot so like i had the wrong attention i carried the wrong attention but um but yeah so that's when i knew that i was a fucking pervert that i was gay i guess that i was bisexual and whatnot and then i got trapped in a relationship for four years with a guy that was sexually confused himself later on that i found out um but that's a whole nother story <laughs> we'll save that for another segment but i just want to conclude this whole episode here and just to talk about that guys if you're being homophobic or your friend is being homophobic stop that shit because honestly i believe that nobody is 100 percent straight I don't think anybody's 100% gay or lesbian. I I don't. I think it's such a spectrum with very like vivid borderlines and honestly there's so many as the older I get the more I realize that there's we're so programmed to believe that sexuality should just be a certain thing that it's just this and that like how it supposedly air quotes again that it's gay or looked down upon like when straight guys liked their booty hoes licked you know I mean, that's a whole nother story though okay i know there's a lot of straight guys out there y'all like getting your shit played with okay don't be scared <laughs> don't be scared 
<laughs> talk about that shit like who cares let's talk about, i don't want to see nobody raising their eyebrows no more when we're talking about getting ass eight like i don't care like it's so fu- it's a booty hole like everybody got a booty hole okay everybody does okay i be fucking around with my gay friends all the time my gay friends are hot okay all my friends are beautiful but especially my gay men my gay men are such beautiful men and every time they post a selfie i'm like you sure you gay david or jordan i'm like you sure you gay jordan i got a booty hole too like (laughs) are you sure you gay like (laughs) you wanna you wanna test that out (laughs) you sure you're not you might be bi (laughs) just kidding (laughs) but um but yeah guys stop being homophobic sexuality is such a spectrum everybody gets their ass ate and if you don't like it you're lying or you probably just haven't done haven't gotten it done the right way (laughs) um me personally do i like getting my ass ate not really i don't mind it i don't know i don't mind it like i i know i know guys out there that i've slept with that like like doing it to me but like i'm just kind of like it just feels like I'm wiping my ass. <laughs> I don't feel I don't feel any arousal. <laughs> I just feel like I have a wet wipe and I'm wiping my ass. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay. But yeah, guys, and I also asked my Instagram this. I asked them. I asked. I was honestly really proud at the responses I was getting. So I had asked just based on my own experiences from the physical encounters and conversations I've had with people. Majority of the decisions of the people that I've met with, they would say, no, I would not date a bisexual person or somebody with a sexual different sexual orientation than me. So that goes for a straight man dating a bisexual woman or a straight woman dating a bisexual man, vice versa. And a lot of the responses, majority of the responses were the women saying, yeah, they would be open to marrying a man who is bisexual. And I was actually really shocked at majority of the responses. The women were like, yeah, I think I'd be open to that. And I'm really proud of that. And I feel like that was an eye-opener for me i'm like oh wow like it's i guess you know people are becoming more comfortable and more accepting and open-minded when it comes to that more accepting i think i just said that right now but (laughs) but yeah and i just thought that was a a great thing and of course there is you know majority of the men were like fuck no i couldn't do that or i would only be cool with that if my my girlfriend had a girlfriend or if my girlfriend was girlfriend girlfriend was my girlfriend you know which is understandable because it's such a fetish, right? Having a girlfriend who is attracted to women, which is so overplayed, guys. Don't, it's not like what you see in the pornos. Like, it's awkward, it's boring, it's overdid. Like, I've had my fair share of polygamous experiences and it is not like Pornhub makes it out to be. Like, it is not that sexy. Like, it's actually very stressful. <laughs> it's very stressful. But we'll save that for another segment because I could spend hours talking about that subject. So, if you're grabbed into this movement of mine of just being open and vulnerable about us, like, shifting our perceptions and stay tuned for that subject we're gonna dig deeper into that and this this is just 
this is just the surface. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface with this. Um, I'm talking about it as well as I can. I'm still getting better at putting my thoughts and perceptions into words. So I appreciate your patience and everyone who is meant to hear this is listening to this right now. I appreciate you guys as well. And if this doesn't make any fucking sense to you, then there's so many other great podcasts that are on this app that you can listen to that may resonate with you. Um, I know I'm not for everybody and I don't want to be. So, <laughs> you know, I know I'm a juicy ass peach, but I know not everybody likes peaches and that's okay. So I'm going to wrap it up with that and leave that there. So guys, don't be hypocrites. Um, don't cheat on your girlfriends with gay guys. <laughs> if you're in the closet, then, you know, I hope one day you build the courage and that you feel comfortable enough to come out and be who you are and that the people who have been in that same place as you can accept you and learn to stop using you as a punchline and as a stereotype because that shit nah that's just uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of hypocrites out here and I was one before and I'm calling myself out on that and I'm changing who I am I want to be better so guys we need to stop making fun of people that are like on the DL because like they're on the DL for a reason and if you're part of the LGBTQ community then you've all been there before where you, you're not sure if you're going to be accepted or looked at a certain way or going to be used as a punchline or a stereotype. So we need to remember our humanity and exercise it a little bit more with everyone, not just people that have an identity. Because honestly, who the fuck? Like, <laughs> it's our life. Like, this ain't no dress rehearsal. We get one time to live our life. So who are we to pick and choose who's accepted or not into our communities our environments it's just all all one love guys all one love we all need to love each other and accept each other and look out for each other be vulnerable together be accepting take accountability and you know take responsibility for our past toxic you know patterns of thinking and opening the doors for new ways new ways of living and new ways of looking things and perceiving things so thank you guys all for listening today i hope you guys like my healthy erotic i'm just kidding <laughs> erotic erotic all <laughs> dose of humble to you guys bye and thank you so much peace out peace out girl scouts <laughs>